Okay, we've got Raven's part, part two of chapter one. Back off, asshole. I said I'm not interested. Bitch, you can't talk to me like that. I just did. I turn away from the grease monkey minion number four and stare down <laughs> my nails in disinterest. I swear, they all think they're God's gift to all females. Women like Lonnie make them feel like they're kings and every woman belongs in their harem. Well, not me. No, sir. The biggest idiot of them all is the leader of the grease monkey minions. Gage, what what the hell kind of name is that anyway? Stupid biker thinking I'll be impressed because he's a stupid president of a stupid motorcycle club. Stupid, 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 stupid. <laughs> I don't... <laughs> uh, man, I don't care who he is. Everyone else in this town either kisses his ass or cowers in his presence. But he'll get neither reaction from me. Why did he come after me? Lonnie and Superhead were standing right there. Shit, now I'm even using his terminology. I need to get out of here. I push away from the fence and I start making my way to the gate once more. The scent of greasy hamburgers hits me as I walk past the grill, making my stomach growl in anger. And reminding me I haven't eaten it all day. growls in anger? <laughs> because you smell hamburgers. <laughs> She's angry because she has they to stay vegan? longer. What? That's what happens to vegans. Did you know that? When they walk by a grill, their stomachs growl in anger when they smell meat. Well, judging by the fact that she's going to be shoving her face full of burger, I don't think she's a vegan. <laughs> yeah. Okay, making uh, making my stomach growl in anger. Oh, that's fun. And reminding me I haven't eaten all day. What the hell? Two more minutes can't hurt. That's a fast eating record, man. That's impressive. Uh, what would be the point of coming to a barbecue and not taking advantage of the food? The man at the grill smiles as I approach. He's wearing a cut, so I know he's a member. He's older than the others, probably a relic from the original members. With his kind green eyes and easy smile, he reminds me of the pictures I've seen of my grandpa. I give him okay. a smile of my own. I just want to say something real fast. <laughs> what? He's in a motorcycle gang. Why does he remind you of your grandpa? Because he's got kind green eyes. <laughs> okay, how does he have kind... Okay. I just feel that would be stamped out. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a lot. Oh man. But also just I I don't. I you should not be comparing these people to your family members. No. No. Not at all. Uh it's just an, an insult, really. I yeah. I feel. You know? Yeah. It's a lot, okay. Aren't you a pretty little thing? What can I get you, darling? Oh, I hate that language. I hate old men who talk Me like that. Me too. Mm. It's just, it's creepy. It is. Those burgers smell pretty good. Ah, he points at me with a spatula in his hand as he grabs the buns, adds a slice of cheese to one of the patties on the grill. Uh, that would be my secret ingredient. On one bun, he piles lettuce, tomato, pickles, mustard, and ketchup, but I stop him when he reaches for the onion. He places the patty on the other and he sets it on top, making quite a production of it before handing me the paper plate and a few napkins. I can't help but giggle. Dinner and a show, I ask. Only for you, little darling. Before walking off, I take a bite and I give him a thumbs up. It's delicious. He bows and turns to another girl who wanders up. I walk off and grab a cola from one of the big drums filled with ice and drinks littering the property. Time to blow this popsicle stand. I wrap my burger in one hand in the napkins and toss the plate in the garbage. I move back in the direction I left Lonnie and tell her I'm leaving, but I find her grinding on one of the minions' laps. They might as well be. They might as well be fucking. Disgusting. Um, No, that is not how that works, but okay. You don't just immediately start one and go to the other, you know? 
Yeah, no, it's, I mean, like, it's gross, like, in the setting, like, you're just at, like, a barbecue, and I'm thinking, like, that, like, some of the bikers have families, which makes me feel like there's, like, kids there, like, so, that's just, like, disgusting if you're grinding on somebody while there's actual children there. It's true. Uh, But from what I can remember, I don't think, really, any of them do have a significant other. Oh, it's just a bunch of incel men. A-, <laughs> a bunch of, like, stripper ladies just hanging out together. Yeah. Okay. I don't need to see that shit while I'm eating. I walk right past her and I decide to send her a text. <laughs> I don't need to see that shit while I'm eating. That's hilarious. I'm just going to say, like, Raven is so great in the beginning of these books where she was like, I'm not going to take anything from anyone. And then, like, the farther on it gets, she just gets so much worse. I can take it, Daddy. Oh, my gosh. I'm pretty sure that's an actual line in these books. Don't say that. I never understand the daddy thing. This is so gross. We're just giving more credence to to Freud, and we shouldn't. Dude, he... We we don't have enough time to unpack (laughs) all my feelings on Freud right now. We don't. There's there's so much problematic issues with him. Whew. Whew. Okay. Um, I toss the napkins in a half-empty can of soda and then pop some gum in my mouth. I can't wait to get home and curl up with a good book. Mm, okay. Now we've got her substance being brought up. Uh-huh. I haven't walked five minutes before a motorcycle pulls up alongside me. Glancing over, I roll my eyes in disgust when I notice the writer. Great. The boss. Where are you off to, Raven? That's none of your business. No, but I still want to know. I stop walking. Fuck off. <laughs> I stop. <laughs> Seriously. I stop walking and I turn to face him. He comes to a stop, also places both feet on the ground and switches off the ignition, removing his helmet and hanging it on the handle. Why, I ask. He grins, revealing what I think are the most perfect teeth I've ever seen. Oh, I'm, I'm going to say that, though. Teeth are so important to me. Like, perfect they teeth. They are important. Uh, but I just want you to think again hard. A leader of a biker gang, right? Yes. His parents, look, I don't, I don't know what background he has, but I'm assuming that he doesn't have great parents if he ended up being the leader of a biker gang. It's true. Um... He probably didn't have that good, like, Blue Cross dental insurance. You know what I mean? Well, I wonder where his perfect teeth came from then. I mean, maybe maybe he was born with it. It's true. Maybe it's Maybelline. Maybe it's Maybelline. Okay. Um, uh, so... She sees his perfect teeth. Okay. That prompts me to take a good look at him. His eyes are blue, but not like mine. They're darker in both color and intensity. His hair, though, mainly blonde, is a light golden brown at the roots. He doesn't strike me as the type to sit in a salon getting his hair colored. So it's most likely natural. Most likely natural. I wonder if he just uses box dye in his bathroom. Yeah, he's just like, he's up in, like, the Winco buying L'Oreal for $5. (laughs) Oh. <laughs> it sticks out in different directions like it's never met a comb but somehow it works for him no oh, so he's got bedhead cute uh, the more i <laughs> the more i observe him the more i realize he has the features of a movie star 
He could beat out oh Brad. He could beat out Brad Pitt any day. His- a lot of people could beat out Brad Pitt any day. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I like how they use Brad Pitt as like just. Yeah, what year is this? Was this book written in like 2003? Oh, I don't know. I found this in the summer of 2019. It was rough. Uh, <laughs> the uh, okay. <laughs> His lips are totally kissable, and I find myself wanting to bite into his full lower one. Who just looks at a man's lips and is like, I want to bite one of those? You know, side note here. This whole podcast is side notes. Yeah. Um, that's like, I, I don't know. With Sam Erotica, I always feel that, like, like they, they bite weird places. <laughs> and... I don't understand why. Uh, I I mean, I understand some playful nibbles, you know? (laughs) But sometimes they're like, and then they bit his hair. And you're like, what the fuck is that? (laughs) Okay. Okay, I can't. Okay, it's fine. We've got more description going on here. Uh, The stubble on his face means he hasn't shaved in a few days. More than a five o'clock shadow, but not fully grown. It's sexy as hell. He's tall, too. He's tall. He's tall. Well, taller than me, but that doesn't mean much since most people are. I'm only five foot four, but he towers over me. Dude, he's only like five, five, six. He's full on just like our height. And she's like, whoa, he towers over them. He's really the shortest man ever. (laughs) So he towers over me, seeming closer to six foot four. From what I see of from what I see of his arms, he's pretty ripped. Not in a bodybuilder sort of way, but lean and defined. I have to admit he's pretty hot for a grease monkey. Do you think he's a lean, mean grilling machine? He's George Foreman. George Foreman uh, is my Brad Pitt. <laughs> Gross. We should not know. Have you even seen him? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't like Brad Pitt, though, so lots of people beat, beat, beat Brad Pitt in my book. <laughs> George Foreman being one of them. George Foreman being one of them. <laughs> okay. However, there seems to be something dark about him, something dangerous. He's trouble with a capital T R O U B L E. You just capitalized the whole word. That's fine. <laughs> it's trouble. He's not. It's not just the motorcycle. The tattoos running down both his arms, or the one peeking out of the neck of his shirt. It's not the leather combat boots or ripped jeans. Even if it was, I have, I have combat boots and ripped jeans. Do you have sleeve tattoos? No, but I also know, uh, like, multiple people who have sleeves, uh, and they are harmless. Turns out they're actual presidents of motorcycle gangs on the side, and you didn't know it, so. I guess, yeah. What if it was just, like, you have two two sleeves? Sorry. <laughs> you have no choice. You must you be in a gang. You are now the president of a motorcycle gang. <laughs> Your choice has been stripped. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> stripped? <laughs> Back to the beginning. Okay. No. So, 
it's uh, okay. It's it's not the leather, the combat boots, or ripped jeans. Even if he w- it was the picture of a Stepford husband wearing an immaculate three-piece suit, it would still be obvious. He's not someone you want to mess with. There's something sinister lurking behind those good looks. That's called psychopathy. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell by looking at him that everything I've heard is true. He's not only has has a reputation as a badass, but as a player. Women all over town, probably all over the world, have stories about him. Hit and run stories. I'm not about to become one of those victims. Let's just. I don't know, like how well traveled motorcycle gang bosses are. Uh, probably the continental U.S. At least. At least, but I don't think you know. Maybe Canada. Uh, you know? yeah. <laughs> maybe stepping into Canada a little bit. Maybe like they go to Tijuana, you know, once in a while. <laughs> uh, but they're not like going for a stroll in like. Belgium. You know what I mean? It's true. Yeah. So, I mean, that... Yeah. I think she's just trying to, you know, show us that uh, he's been around town a lot. Yeah, and his blatant disrespect for women didn't show us that before. (laughs) (laughs) What? I must have missed all of that problematic. (laughs) Okay. Uh, So, let's see. Let's just say I have an inquisitive mind, he says. Go stick your nose in someone else's business. His gaze travels over my body, lingering in places it shouldn't. The heat of his appraisal burns away my clothes. <laughs> what if it's like, okay, I know what it means, like, like on, his, on her boobs. <laughs> yeah. What if, like, he, it was just, like, lingering at, like, her elbow? <laughs> <laughs> I would like to lick that, wouldn't I? <laughs> yeah, he's just like, mm. Mm. <laughs> Look at that weenus. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Uh, the unconcealed lust sends a shiver down my spine. I may not want him, but when a hot guy looks at you like that, damn. His eyes meet mine, and I shift in discomfort, but hold his stare. I want, I want to stick it in yours. What? <laughs> what? Oh, oh, we're talking about nose. Go stick your nose in someone else's business, and he says, "Okay, oh, sorry." Okay. After all that okay. description, I thought he was talking about something else. Yeah, yeah. Definitely, like a penis. Okay. As, and the spell is broken. With a scoff, I continue walking. I have neither the time nor the inclination to listen to his double entendres. I only get a few feet when he grabs me. Again. What is it with you and grabbing people? You ever heard of personal space? He tightens his hold and pulls, and pulling me close. My heart rate speeds up. He, he, uh, his head tilts to the side and he gazes into my eyes. Just like that, the spell is cast once more and I'm unable to look away. I don't know. I just, there's something about, like, I just don't feel like it's okay for, like, just attractive men to always think that they can get away with treating women however they want to. It's and they're going to get whatever they want to. And this kind of, you know, literature definitely helps with that narrative. Yeah, it's not. Mm-mm. This we don't condone this. We don't. We said that at the beginning, and we say it again now. And also thirty other times throughout the rest of this novel. So, uh, okay. Why do you keep running from me? He asks. I'm not running. I'm leaving. I'm going home. Loosening his grip, his jerk, he jerks his head towards his bike. Hop on. I'll give you a ride. I step back, shaking my head. He watches me, quirking his a curious brow. Nuh-uh. There's no way I'm getting on that thing. His lip curves up, and suddenly all I can think about is how beautiful his smile is. 
I can't let that cloud my judgment. I need to remember who he is and what he represents. Everything I need to stay away from. What? Are you scared? I'm not scared. I just don't want people thinking I'm following in Lonnie's footsteps. I have to think about my reputation. I'm only offering you a ride home. Yes, but your reputation precedes you. People see me riding around off you, and boom, I'm the new club whore. He shoves his hands in his pockets and nods in understanding. It's just a ride, unless, of course, you want to ride me, too. Oh, gosh, ah! why? Ah! Why? He's incapable of having a simple conversation with anyone. Also, you shouldn't have to explain all that. You should just be like, I just met you. I don't want to get on your motorcycle because you will murder me. Yeah. Just, I hate that. I don't like this. Okay. Uh, he gives a smug smile and I narrow my eyes at him. He thinks he's so smooth. I've heard you're a player. If this is how you pick up women and it works for you, there's something seriously wrong with the women in this town. Actually, they usually try to pick me up. Oh, God, it's worse than I thought. He chuckles, stepping into space, my space once more. My body's hyper aware of him. Why do I have to be attracted to the very thing I should run away from? Let me take you home. That's okay. I'll walk. I turn away, but before I can take a step, his voice low and commanding stops me. Raven, it's getting dark, and I don't want you walking alone. I'm taking you home. Oh, so now he decides to be respectful of one thing. Just, I can't. Uh, beyond the arrogance of him asserting his perceived control over me, there's a level of concern in his tone that affects me. Why would he care? He doesn't even know me. It's, it's obvious he's interested in me, but I've made my position quite clear. Is he just looking out for my safety, or is it a tactic to blindside me? I face him uh, once more. It's probably just a tactic to get in your pants and use you. Yep. But, you know. I, I face him That's once more. That's my two cents. He flashes me a crooked smile. Look, mister, mister, how old do you think I am? I don't know. How old do you think I am? He, his brows knit in concentration and a bit of concern as his gaze rakes over my body. How old are you? He asks. Again, none of your business. Like, you're not underage, are you? Would it matter to you? Fine. Um, don't tell me. I'll still give you a ride. You're, you're not going to leave okay, me alone. Okay, okay. Uh, this is like, I don't know if you've seen this, but there's like uh, a video. I don't know if you know who John Tron is, but he's just like, I don't like where this is going. And like, it just like pans back and forth. And each time he's more and more upset, just like, please, you don't understand. No, yeah. Stop. Stop. <laughs> this, oh, I, uh, I That's how I feel right now. <laughs> We're going to keep going. Okay. Hold on to your pants. Okay. okay. Uh, you're not going to leave me alone, are you? Nope. Sighing, I shake my head in resignation. He's a persistent motherfucker. <laughs> if, I, if I'm going to get on that motorcycle with you, I need to at least know your last name. He grins and takes my hand in his huge rough one. Hunter. Gage Hunter. <laughs> Raven Alvarez. It's a pleasure to meet you, Miss Alvarez. You too, Mr. Hunter. Gage, please. Okay, Gage, you may call me Miss Alvarez. He chuckles. <laughs> he chuckles and gives my fingers a squeeze. That was that's when I realized he hasn't let go. <laughs> so it's like that. I take, nod. Take hand sanitizer if it wasn't COVID. Just like all the sanitizer you can get, and just douse myself in it. Bathe in bleach, you know, just a little bit. Yeah, just just enough to not kill you, but enough to like kill your memories of that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it's like that. I nod, but I can't help my I I can't help my smile. His attitude is infectious. Yes, it's like that. Okay, cool. He grabs his helmet off his bike and hands it to me. I don't see an extra one. What about you? I ask. 
don't worry about me. Your safety is all that matters. There he goes again. That's irresponsible. (laughs) What's his deal? And why is my safety so important to you? His brows knit and he blinks at me in confusion. After a few tense seconds, his facial muscles relax and his intense blue eyes meet mine. Everything inside me comes alive and I don't know how he's doing it, but with only a look. He's making me feel safe, cared for, and wanted. It should be illegal for men to look at women this way. Then again, maybe not. It should be mandatory. It just no, is. <laughs> no, it shouldn't. <laughs> with, unsteady, it really shouldn't. with unsteady fingers, I place the helmet on my head. My, my reaction to him makes no sense. I just met him for Christ's sake, and I don't even like him. After I adjust the chin strap, he extends his hand to me, and I stare down at it with uncertainty. To tell the truth, I am a little scared. First time? Is it that obvious? Yeah, but I'm honored to pop your cherry. Been a while since ah! I had a virgin. Get out of here. And you know she probably is a virgin, too. Oh, yeah. And he probably is going to pop her cherry. But it's disgusting. Don't you put it like that? (laughs) I taught an annoyance. I just want to smack that smirk off his gorgeous face. He chuckles, but I do not find him amusing. Let me give you a hand. Put put your foot here. He points to the peg and helps me on. And I wrap my arms around his waist after he climbs in front of me. Several scents hit me. Leather, motor oil, cologne, and man. Doesn't sound like a very good combination, but lord, it smells heavenly. I stare at the logo on the back of his cut, a grim reaper dealing with the death or dealing the death card from a tarot deck. I don't know. Any person that has been with a man knows that man smell does not necessarily smell heavenly. It's true. (laughs) Okay. Uh, let's see. The, so it says the state at the bottom, death dealers in Georgia. You staying with Lana? Lonnie? Yeah. The address is, I know where it is. Of course he does. He probably spent oh, there many times. Georgia? Yeah. Oh, hell. Why didn't you just say that? <laughs> I'm not going to be reading this in a bad Southern accent. <laughs> it would be so much better if you did. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, honey, it's been 25 years. <laughs> 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 Okay. <laughs> Hold on tight and lean into the turns. The bike lurches forward and I involuntarily tighten my arms around his waist and press my thighs to his. I squeeze my eyes shut and visual- visualize myself getting home safely. We come to a stop and I attentively open my eyes. It's just a stoplight. A few people on the sidewalk stop in their tracks to gawk at us. Great. Just what I needed. I turn away from the penetrating stairs only to encounter the same thing on the opposite side of the street. What's the big deal? Hopefully no one can see my face clearly. I say a silent thank you as we start moving again. Resting my cheek on his back, I close my eyes and I try to concentrate on one good thing. Uh, I try to concentrate on the one good thing about this ordeal. The smell of him. Well, maybe two. His, bo- his body feels good, too. We're here, baby doll. I open my eyes and I blink in disorientation. We're in my driveway. Shit, I was so lost in him I didn't even realize we'd stop moving. I release him and I reach up to remove my helmet. He puts the stand down and climbs off, extending his hand to me. As I reach for it, he pulls away. You know, you look good sitting there on the back of my bike. I bet you tell all the girls that. He chuckles and shakes his head. You, beautiful raven, are the first woman to ever have ridden on any of my bikes. Yeah, right. I'm serious. Uh, Didn't you see all those people staring at you? I did. What's up with that? That's why. They've never seen me ride with a woman before. Well, I hope they got their fill because it's the first and last time I'll be on this thing. He extends his hand. (laughs) And when I place mine in his, he gives my fingers a gentle squeeze. It's the first, but definitely not the last, baby doll. 
I scoff, swinging my leg over the bike. It's now dark, but I need to get inside before anyone else sees me. My feet touch the ground and my knees buckle. As I fall forward, two strong arms catch me and pull me against his chest. Instantly, my breathing accelerates. I keep my head down because I fear that he'll what he'll see in my eyes if I look up at him. Don't worry, you'll be fine in a minute. Without warning, I'm swept off my feet and carried toward the house. What are you doing? Exclaim. I'm, putting, I'm not putting you down until I know you can stand on your own. I'm fine. Put me down. Even before my objection is past my lips, my arms curl around his neck. Ugh, stop. He ignores me. Dude, also, like, I don't know. Have you ever been, like, out? Like, motorcycles, I just feel like, I don't know. Like, I feel like, you know, it's like riding, like, a dirt bike or anything, or, like, a jet ski or anything like that. Yeah. Your legs don't fucking buckle when you get off of it. Unless you're, like, drunk. Is she drunk? No. That would make sense. <laughs> but she's not. So. Okay. We have we have just, like, a little bit left, and it's, like, the kiss scene at the end of the chapter. Oh, uh, what? The kiss? Okay. <laughs> okay. He carries her to the door, so. How about a kiss then? I can't even answer because his lips are stealing my words. Didn't even wait for permission. I'm so surprised that I swallow my gum. That's gross. He didn't wait for an answer. Just took what he wanted. Though my mind resists, my body melts into his. My fingers curl into his white t-shirt. And my moan escapes me. His lips move hungrily over mine, taking and giving pleasure. There's only complete (laughs) surrender when his tongue seeks entrance. His chaste is like nothing I've ever experienced before. I can't quite put my finger on what it is, but it's freaking awesome and I want more. This kiss is like a awesome, just awesome, dude. While my hands move up to slide through his hair, his travel down to grab my ass. He squeezes my cheeks and pulls me into him, letting his desire be explicitly known. He's hard for me, and it excites the hell out of me. I want to climb him like he's a big man tree, and I need to get to the top of him. I hear myself whimper as his hand slides up my sides. His thumbs brush the underside of my breasts. And this time, he moans. He breaks away suddenly, his breathing heavy. I gape at him, trying to catch my own breath. How old are you, Raven? He asks. Why? Because I'm going to fuck you. Please tell me you're legal. Oh, those words should appall me, should they? Shouldn't they? Uh, I should not be turned on by them, but I am. Wait, wait, what uh, what makes you think I want to fuck you, or anyone else for that matter? This time, his (laughs) lips are more insistent than before. I have to hold on to his shoulders to keep myself upright. Uh, never before have my lips been this savagely attacked. That doesn't sound like it's fun. It's just, yeah, every time, like, I know it's supposed to be, like, passionate or whatever. <laughs> but I always just think, like, they're, like, just, like... Eating like, each other? Piranhas, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, fucking just, like, incessant, like, sharp teeth, you know? Yeah, it's not. And I... Oh, so he nips at my my bottom lip. Then takes it in my hand and presses it against his erection. My my mind goes blank. I mean, what woman would be able to think with her fingers wrapped around a hard dick? A hard, um, enormous no. dick. <laughs> Attached to a handsome, delicious-smelling man. I give it a little squeeze and he lets out a tortured groan. Your age, Raven. Now, he demands. Uh, 17. Fuck. He releases what? me and he runs a hand through his hair in frustration. How long? What do you mean? How long do I have to wait? When's your birthday? Three months, October 21st. He turns away from me and places uh, his, is, uh, <laughs> he places his hands on his no, hips. She's still a uh, Scorpio, dude. <laughs> and he looks towards the sky. Scorpio. I use this opportunity to open the door. When he turns around, I'm halfway inside. Three months. I can do that. I can do that. I can wait. You don't have to. It's not going to happen. End of chapter one. That's disgusting. She's 17. Well, I guess I don't know how old he is, but still... It's a lot. He's a lot older than her. Yeah. 
Okay. That's disgusting. All right. Well, you guys heard it. That's the first. That's the first chapter. This is our first episode. Come back, I guess, next week for me screaming more. Some more problematic scenes. More problematic scenes. More us being angry about it. Us keep reading it because we hate ourselves. (laughs) And me just rereading it because why not? I just want to again reiterate the fact that this is not the first time I've read this novel. Um, I did not make fun of it the first time I read it. I was actually into it, and um, now and that I will let you all know that I this is my first time hearing it, and it will be my last time. Hearing <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> I will also say that yes, this first book was free on Apple Books, but I also paid one dollar for the rest of them, and that was more. And I should have ever paid for these books. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right, guys. Uh, you Thanks heard, for joining in tonight. You heard it here. We will be back next week with some more bad content. Bad, bad hot garbage. You heard it here. This is Sophisticated Encounters with the of the Intimate Kind. I'm Ruby Vanderbilt. And I'm Opal Rochester. Peace out, guys. <laughs>